Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so uh, just a final word for now on the birth of Benji Madden and Cameron Diaz's baby girl. Um, I heard the name and I assumed that it was a baby boy. Yeah. No, it's a baby girl. Yep. And her name is Radix Madden. Rad. Rad. Yep. They even say that in the birth announcement that they shared on Instagram. Some would even say rad. Oh, my goodness. Smiley face. So if you do want to get all the details on the new baby in the Maddox-Diaz realm, uh, that is uh, on the MyTalk app or on the MyTalk website at MyTalk1071.com. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. MyTalk1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com, and we do everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is not here. He did the morning show. Hopefully, he's napping. Holly and I are here. Holly, poor Holly, with uh, the sinuses. Um, but you're struggling. You're getting through. We're getting through. We are getting, getting through. through. We've got Abby at the controls, and... Um, Aside from the birth of Cameron Diaz and Benji Madden's daughter, who, by the way, they say they shan't be sharing any pictures of her. They ask people to respect the privacy of the new family, but they're very grateful to begin the new decade uh, with Radix Madden. Uh, They say uh, from our family to all of yours, we're sending our love and best wishes for a happy new year and a happy new decade. And that's all we will hear from them for a while. Mazel. Mazel to them. But, okay, I decided to start 2020 um, by becoming obsessed with an artist that is current. Yeah. And I've been dabbling. I'm curious about this person. His name is Post Malone. Welcome to 2020, Colin. I know, but you, listen, here's the He's thing. i going to think for a while. I know, but like I hear his music and I'd be like, oh, yeah, Post Malone, Post Malone. And then, the, then I started to pay attention to him outside of his music when he had that plane crash. Yeah. Um, but then I kind of put it away again. And then I started to, because I, I think I was put off by his face tattoos, which is judgy. And I recognize that. I just, am, I get sad when people do face tattoos. I, but again, to each their own. Yeah. It's his canvas. Yeah. Whatever. But I was like, I don't know a lot about that guy. I'm curious about him, but not enough to investigate further. What's that guy, Post Malone? I don't know about him. What's he doing? What's he doing? Uh, what's that Post Malone oh. doing? But then I start. Okay. But then I think the first time I thought, okay, I got to know more about this guy was when I was watching him dance at the VMAs. He just looked so happy. And some might say that that was assisted. Sure. Assisted by some sort of substance. Um, He, of course, would not put his beer 
glass down. Yeah. But I also just enjoyed seeing somebody who seemed to really not care what anybody around him thought about him and not in a negative way. I don't know if that really makes sense, but yeah, it does so much with celebrities. We see them, you know, kind of trying to pay attention to their angles or how is the camera making them look or for goodness sake, whenever the camera's on Taylor Swift, you're aware that she's aware. Mariah Carey has her own dictation on how the lenses yeah. need to photograph her and you can only photograph her on a certain side of her face. Or- and Post Malone, I just didn't get that vibe off of him. You know, he's just sort of like rocking back and forth with the world's biggest smile in the crowd and he clearly seems to be so present in the moment. And that I was curious about that. I thought, well, that's interesting. Well, then I found another reason to fall even more deeply in love with Post Malone. Crocs, right? Well, no, not even that. That's his, another his thing. Crocs line. He has his own Crocs line. Yes. Which, and it sells out whenever I, he releases a new edition of is, his casual footwear brand. I mean, what do you wear? I mean, the kitchen and the garden out at the house? Just wear your post little Crocs anywhere. I love this. But then, so then this is the latest. This happened on New Year's Eve. Um... Post Malone apparently was hanging out at uh, Baby's All Right in Williamsburg at an after party um, for a show by The Strokes. That's like the most Brooklyn thing that you could ever so do. Brooklyn. <laughs> so and the, Brooklyn. Like, I love The Strokes. Okay. Anyway, he apparently he needed to use the restroom. And there is a VIP restroom at this particular club. He did not use that restroom because it was busy so one of the owners of the club showed him through a basement kitchen and into the public bathroom down in the kitchen area uh and he apparently came out later and was effusively thankful i will not say what he said to the owner though of the club but then he started handing out $100 bills to anybody who waited on him at all. And everybody in the place said he's such a nice guy. And I just, I need to know everything about Post Malone now. Because I get the sense that he's just the happiest, most kind and loving person. You don't hear bad stories about Post Malone. No. So I've decided to start 2020 uh, on a crusade to understand Post Malone better. What do we know about Post Malone? Well, I know just about as much as Post Malone as you do, Colleen. And it's going to make me sound like I know nothing at all. Because I basically know nothing at all. But I can tell you that Post Malone, he's real hot with the kids. Yes. His album, Hollywood's Bleeding, came out. Late last year, uh-huh. we play several of those tracks here at my talk. I love that song, that sunflower song. Yeah, one of the biggest songs of the year. And I didn't actually like the song, honestly, until I saw him perform it at the VMAs. And again, watching him perform, he looks like he's so filled with the joy of doing what he wants to do. Yeah, I love him. Okay, go on. Well, he's he, got that album. Yes, he's got that album. He started doing music. When he was around 14 or 15 years old. And he's one of these 21st century artists who kind of start uploading their own stuff on SoundCloud and they, or other places on the internet, YouTube, other things. I mean, we'll think about the people who have started their careers. Like Owl City. Owl, well, I was going to say Justin Bieber with you. Oh, too, yeah. Sorry. Like Owl City. <laughs> I mean, local love. I appreciate yes, I it. I had Colleen. to throw that out. Uh, Sean Mendez is another one yeah, of those that's guys. True. I mean, so really big. Our music superstars now have gotten their start in a very organic way. And Post Malone is one of those guys. And then, you know, he moved out to L.A., started uh, collaborating with a lot of different people. And some tattoos on his face. 
just a few. Mm-hmm. And uh, his big project, that one that was a couple years ago with Rockstar, remember? I mean, there's huge songs. Psycho, that was Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Yeah. And then we have Hollywood's Bleeding. That's the one that has Sunflower on it. That's a collaboration with Sway Lee. That was from the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse movie. Yeah. That song is still huge right now. I love that song. I feel like we could play pretty much that entire album here on my talk because Post Malone is that big where he every song on his album has the potential to be a chart-topping hit. And he's got his own line of Crocs. I just want to preserve him. I don't want him to be affected by the machine. I want him to stay who he is. I want him to be pre-Malone. I want him to just be pure, because there's something... I get so tired of the jaded celebrities who sort of... They just... They're cookie cutter. And like I said before, they always are paying attention to what angle they're being captured at and how they look on the camera. And he just looks dang happy to be wherever he is. Well, I hope Post Malone keeps on being happy. I do, too. Keeps on spreading the joy for you, Colleen. And I want you to take a deeper dive into, into Post Malone. Into Post Malone. Um, Abby, we got a couple calls. Were people uh, into Post Malone or do they think that that's crazy? Only one of the calls was an actual human. Oh, okay, that, oh, yeah, happens. that happens. Yes, um, but she did say her daughter uh, is. She communicates with Post Malone's manager, and that he's a very, very, very nice person. This is what I'm hearing. So mm-hmm. we were talking with our friend, uh, our resident millennial at the radio station, Hannah. She does our social media. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Um, and Hannah was saying that uh, that that is that the. the Across the board, what people say about him is that he's just very kind and generous and that he interacts with his fans on social media and that he's always just an upstanding. That's the kind of person, right? When you think like someday I want to be a celebrity, but I want to be the kind of celebrity who's still awesome. Yeah. That's the kind of celebrity I think like good people want to be. You don't want to suck. No. You want to be awesome. And you don't want to be a jerk. And like... That he, it's out. I, I love him. Sorry, I'm coming out. I love Post Malone. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, each and every Friday, and today is no different, we like to uh, try a little something that we've never tried before, a little taste test, if you will. Um, and today we found something lying around the office that Bradley said has been in his, uh, in his refrigerator for a long time. Yep. And we thought, well, great, we'll try that. Find out what that is when we come back with a little cheat day on My Talk 107.1. Okay, I don't know if I'm excited about this or not, uh, but we're going to try something that we've never tried before on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer did the morning show. He is not with us today. He's napping, I hope. Holly and I are hanging out with you till 3 o'clock. Yep. Abby's at the controls. And uh, it's Friday. That means it's a cheat day. Dirty, rotten cheater. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. What are we tasting? Okay, so this morning, Bradley goes, hey, I've had these in my uh, in my uh, refrigerator for a really long time, like a few months, um, but do you should try it. And I thought, well, wow. that is a ringing endorsement. That's Thanks. like when somebody goes, this is disgusting. Try it. It is, um, don't worry, it's non-perishable. It is a uh, coffee exotica flavored LaCroix 
or La Croix, as I like to say. the expiration of the bottle. Oh, is there one? There is, isn't there? Oh, it's still good. Yeah. So I actually just saw these at Fresh Time yesterday, and I almost grabbed them because I was intrigued, right? Um, This is how it is described. The essence of Sumatra coffee and cola. Naturally essenced sparkling water. Because it is part of their Nicola line, which is their cola-flavored water, which we did try before, and I did not like that. No, that that left a musty aftertaste. My question is, why do you want something that's coffee-flavored? That doesn't give you the caffeine of coffee? That doesn't give you the actual benefits of coffee. I don't know. It's just like, that. Well, sometimes there's coffee-flavored things, and it's just like, I don't know. All right, we'll open oh, it Oh, it smells like coffee. All right, let's take a huff. Oh, like when you open it right away, you get the Ew. coffee. It's... But you're right, Holly. I don't. What I don't like about it is I want to try it. I, I want to smell it. coffee things if they're coffee. If it's not actual coffee, I don't want to try it. Okay, well, you must because that's what we do on cheat day. And now, I don't know why it's so disturbing to me because it well, is well because just, it's going to play with your brain, and that's the thing that Lacroix does because it doesn't. It's it plays with your brain. It kind of smells like coffee, but like gross coffee. Old coffee. Old coffee. That's musty been sitting coffee. there for in Bradley's refrigerator for like All right. months. Well, bottoms up. Okay, huh? are you trying? Yeah, you go but... in. Uh, I'm going to just tell people uh, that the... Ew, there's no point. There's I'm not no even point. sure. Are your taste buds even working yes, today? Yes, they are okay. working. My nose might be stuffed up, but my tongue is fine. Okay. You try it, Colleen. Okay, so w- I mean, tell me what you people. tasted as I go in for my sip. Well, you taste water, and then you taste like a musty whiff. Of coffee, which essentially coffee is just musty water anyways. I have to tell you something. Oh, no, you like it. Here. I don't hate this at oh, all. I'm done. Done. Okay, I'm here. actually surprised by this because the first time we tried uh, the Nicola, which is supposed to taste like cola, yeah. I didn't. it didn't have enough flavor to me. It really bothered me because it, it advertised the cola flavor, but it really tasted like the bottom of your... Diet Coke when when, you you, when it's ice. ice is all melted yep. and it's not even really except for it was like a carbonated version of that and I was like nah you know if I wanted that I would just wait for the ice to melt and then drink it up but nobody likes that part of the Coke but this has enough flavor I don't know I don't hate now, it now my mouth tastes like coffee now I got this musty aftertaste in my mouth. There's no point. There's no point. There's literally no point to that beverage. And now I have to eradicate the aftermath. And I don't know how I'm going to do that. I got I got a pecan here and I'm surprised. So that's what I'm going to have to do. I actually like this. Like, no, I will actually drink the rest of this. What is wrong with me? This Here's the thing about LaCroix. I like LaCroix. We're not in LaCroix season right now. So my intake of... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Bubbly water is down. We're going to need to back it up four steps. Yeah. All seasons are LaCroix season. No, this is not the season for LaCroix. What is the season for LaCroix? When it's hot outside. No, you drink. It is an all-time beverage. Okay, I need a couple things. Number one, I disagree with you. I I think I understand where you're going because it's cold. Yeah. And you keep it cold and you get the bubbles and you get like your refreshing pamplemousse if that's yeah, what you're because into. Because when it's cold outside, you drink the hot beverage. And then when it's hot outside, you drink the cold beverage. But... To regulate the bod. I mean, I hear, I get that. I disagree because I like a cold beverage. When I eat foods, I like to have something cold and bubbly. Here's my thing. I'm throwing this out there. This is my challenge to LaCroix or, I don't know, any other sparkling beverage that comes to the table first. Can we get these things on tap at, like, your local noodles and company or... You know, I want to be able to, I don't want to have to go and just get pop or get iced tea. When I go to the big machine, you know, that big behemoth and you have to like choose your thing. Why? I want to be able to choose LaCroix. There are places that have bubble water on tap. Like on tap? Yeah, on tap. You could go to the still or the bubble station. Mm. I tell you this without remembering any place with an exact but do they have name. the flavors? No, they don't have the okay, flavors. Okay, see, so that's what I want. I want well, the flavors. Good I Lord, want... how picky do you have to be? I don't think I'm that picky. <laughs> I will, by the way, bring... Oh, shoot, we opened them. Shoot, they're going to be flat. Yeah. I want to... You know what I want to do? No, I'm just going to go buy it. Okay, I'm going to quit being cheap. I want to mix this with the coconut, and then it's like a little coconut coffee experience. Ew, that sounds even more trash oh than God. just the can that you have in your hand right now of this LaCroix coffee exotic. I am, I'm like a LaCroix mixologist. I can mix them up in fun ways. I do great things with LaCroix. Stick by me. I promise you, if you do you like the coconut LaCroix? I do, because not everybody does. Some people think it tastes like suntan lotion. That's fine. I like the taste and the smell it's of suntan my lotion. Favorite LaCroix. I think I would mix this with that and it's like a little cocktail. Wow. But that that's calorie pretty, free. That's pretty trash though. That's pretty Holly, trash. You are so down on this. Because it's trash. Oh, I'm gonna drink the whole thing. Enjoy your trash. Uh, <laughs> uh I think you can get this if you, you know, after Holly's sparkling recommendation for the LaCroix Coffee Exotica flavor. I believe you can get it at uh, any place where your LaCroix is sold. But I know they have it at fresh time because I just saw it there. Out of all the flavors though, of all the LaCroix on planet Earth, this is the absolute bottom. Okay. This is the turd of I, LaCroix flavors. The font is even brown. Okay. I'm going to disagree. But if we had to rate this LaCroix, I'm getting like a zero vibe from you. But we. Yeah, I get a one. We do a scale of Cobras. One out of five. One out of five. Yes. It's not negative. I'm going to give it a four out of five. And I see, I give Coconut LaCroix a five out of five. So that's saying a lot. I like it. I'm going to be drinking both of these. Have your nasty aftertaste. Enjoy. Thank you. You're welcome. When we come back, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them. That name is D-Bags. And we're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, 
the celebrities behaving badly. We have to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, uh, he's uh, not here with us because he did the morning show. So hopefully he's home napping. Holly Roberts and I are here with you until Hi. 3 o'clock. Abby's at the controls. And uh, we like to talk about these celebrities behaving badly. And we do have a name for them. And that name is... Dubert! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Well, I got a D-bag. I got a D-bag. A D-bag that's called Dr. Phil's House. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why is Dr. Phil's House your D-bag? I mean... Where do I begin? Okay, I need to take a look at this thing. You need to take a look at this thing. So, this house was just listed on the market for $5.75 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Los Angeles Times featured it in a uh, real estate article. And this house is just, I mean. Okay, so does his, he doesn't live in this house, though. Yes, so that's where the headlines have been misleading. If you have seen headlines about Dr. Phil's house, Dr. Phil technically doesn't live in this house. It is occupied by his son, Jordan. Jordan McGraw lives in this house that Dr. Phil owns, and now Dr. Phil or his real estate LLC is trying to sell this house for $5.75 million. And Colleen, I am here to tell you that this money is wasted on the rich. It's, it is trash. It is trash. It is trash. It looks like Tim Burton puked all over it and then tried to clean it up with a ta- paper towel, but then it got all weird inside and then it fell out of the paper towel. And then you tried to like, rub the carpet by putting the pet odor remover on it. Wow. It is just trash. Okay, so first of all, I, I would just like to take us on a verbal tour Please. of the home. I, yes, because I know that my D-bag of the day is a visual experience yeah. and it doesn't lend itself to radio, but Colleen, you are now seeing Dr. Dr. Phil's house that's on the market. By the way, it's in Beverly Hills. The room that they call the great room, which um, I don't know, I think is what rich people call their foyer, perhaps. Yeah. Um, at my house, a great, the great room is, you know, when you have a living area that opens up into a dining area that opens up into a kitchen. Yes. That's what I would call a great room. I don't have one of those. We just have a plain old good room. But uh, but I think in rich people world they call the foyer or the you know the first place you encounter uh-huh. the great room. Yeah, this has a sweeping staircase that is festooned with I don't know if those are antlers it's or a, petrified on. branches. What is that? It is a gaping hell mouth that will take you up the stairs. It's not. It, it's uninviting. Let's just say yes. that it doesn't look like something you want to walk toward. Then they're, they're reportedly <laughs> metallic snakes. Oh, well, right. that makes it oh, even well, worse. Abby, that, then that is fine. No, that is the staircase on Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice turns into a giant snake when they're trying to go up the stairs. Also, can somebody tell me about the random lips that are yeah. hanging up and then a teddy bear? So weird. There's then- a couple extra weird things in there. Also, as the, as the sweeping staircase kind of curves, nestled in the curve is a bar yeah it's a full bar now i'm just gonna say something because i've thought about this before um when it comes to home bars i'm not trying to knock it but what makes a bar great is a bartender and if your home bar doesn't come with an actual bartender then it's not really it's not you're not getting that bar experience do you see what i'm saying yeah like i've never understood when i we took we 
two homes I've lived in uh, that I they bought I bought all by my own self, and both of them came with bars. Don't get your, I mean, don't think not this kind of bar. I mean, like a basement bar that was made out of plywood and two befores. But we had them both removed because, again, a bar isn't fun if there's not a bartender there. Oh, Colleen. But the rich people, they probably do have a yeah, bartender. I'm like, you're not thinking rich. I never am. This is why I don't want a private island. It sounds like too much work. Your pragmatism is hurting me. I know. Dr. Phil House, which is my teabag of the day. So moving on from the great room Uh over to the dining room, which has a wonderful display of assault rifles. That's the part that really rolls me right over. Underneath it is a bunny rabbit smoking a cigarette. And what's happening over on the right? What kind of character do we have there? It's some sort of mm, maybe a Chuck E. Cheese... uh, no animatronic. These situation. are gonna come, here's what's going to happen. They're going to come alive in the middle of the night. I mean, it is the stuff of nightmares. And they're going to come over and they're going to eat your soul. After they just dis- they climb up the hellmouth that is the great room. These demonic little creatures are going to come up, and then they are going to kill you. Over in the billiard room, with the candlestick. With the candlestick is this we tr- find trash, Mister Colonel table. Mustard. It's just, it's just, I don't even know. And finally, when you go in through the main door, what is there to greet you? It's an egg chair hanging from the ceiling and a piece of art with a word that I can't say on the radio that the FCC says is a big no-no. It's the F1. Yeah, to greet you. It's like, you know, welcome. This how, $5.7 million on this. Look, this this is going to be one of those houses that's going to sell well below market and someone's just going to demolish the whole thing because they want the land. Well, it's, or it's just got good bones and they're going to redo every single darn one. Also, the fact that Dr. If Phil owns this and his, he just basically probably gifted this to his adult son, Jordan. I don't know how old Jordan is. Yeah. I don't know. Allegedly, he's quote unquote in the music business. Lucky. I just basically, I'm really jealous, Colleen. I'm jealous That's what it is. that Dr. Phil could splash out $6 million for this piece of trash. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm with you, Holly. Yeah. Would you like to know who my D bag is? But of course. TLC. The, the group? The network. Oh, the network. The TV channel. Yeah. Uh, and this is a personal story. So last night I was flipping through channels uh, as I was, sometimes I like to drift off to sleep with a little TV on. My husband was downstairs watching a movie that I had already watched and didn't want to watch again. So I was like, I'll go up and I'll just watch something while I fall asleep. So, you know, oftentimes there's two channels I can usually count on to give me something. TLC or HGTV. I can usually land on one of those and I'm fine. So I go to TLC and I just leave it there, uh, not knowing what is coming up. The show that's on TLC is a show called My Feet Are Killing Me. That's a whole show. My Feet Are Killing Me. Oh, you don't even know. Is this the weird podiatrist who shaves shaves off You guys, (laughs) I am so angry at TLC for putting this thing on the television. I had to... So... Here's the problem, and this is why I ended up continuing to watch the dumb show. Because it's disgusting. Is because I wanted, to watch the, I wanted to watch the show after it, and it was about two minutes from ending, yeah. the show that I was that was on. Oh, this, sure. My feet are killing me, so I was like, okay, well, I just am going to leave it here, because what if I fall, whatever. I don't want to forget to come back. I don't want to flip through other channels. I just want to sit and not think while I wait for this other show 
which is called the 1000 pound sisters, which you told me about Holly. Oh, oh, well, this is an actual TV show. Yes. About two sisters. You may remember them. I knew them as the chubby bunny challenge. Sisters. Yes. The chubby bunny challenge being you shove as many marshmallows in your mouth as humanly possible while saying the words chubby bunny. Mm-hmm. And now these ladies have their own show in TLC. I mean, they welcome, do. Welcome so that's, to America. that's the show I wanted to watch. So I've got two minutes to suffer through of my feet are killing me. I cannot even you. the It is focuses on a group of podiatrists. Yeah. And feet are already nasty. These are sick feet. These are feet. And I am. I am now watching my feet are killing me. My feet are killing me. And the first person that I encounter, and I'm encountering her mid-surgery, okay? So she has six toes. Now, listen, here's what I want you to know. Foot problems are no joke. So if you have foot problems, I'm glad you have found a podiatrist who will help address those. I don't know that I want to be in the operating room while I saw this see this chick's sixth toe removed. Then I'm looking at now. Okay. Bye. Then I meet some other people who have weird fungal diseases on their feet. And I don't ever, ever, ever want to look at anybody else's feet ever again in my entire life. Who is watching this show and liking it? I am disgusted. You nasty. Well, it's the po- uh, Dr. Pimple Popper demographic. And then they advertise that dumb show. And I'm almost vomiting at the advertisement because this guy shows up in Dr. Pimple Popper's office and he has a, I don't know, pustule. I don't know what it's called on his bicep and it's large and she's going to lance it. And I, it's just a yeah, commercial. It's probably sebaceous cyst. Okay. Duh. It's, it's probably Stay. hair in that thing. That was nasty. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> and all I want to watch is my the one thousand pound sisters. Watch the chubby buddy sisters. That's all I want to watch. Now I want to go to Tara. Tara's on the line. Hi, Tara. Do you have you seen this disgusting foot show? Okay, we watched it last night. My husband turned it on. Oh. It's the nastiest it's... thing I've ever seen. I literally had a blanket over my yes. head, gagging. I was watching over my fingers, so I could only see the tops of people's heads. And I had to watch it because I wanted to watch the dumb show after it. It was so gross. Who? Disgusting. Like, did your husband enjoy it? No, we could not stop laughing the whole time. We actually called our daughter, who loves pimple popper, and she was even like, nope. When they showed that guy with the super bad toenail. Yes. And, like, hair growing out, I literally almost threw up. It is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen on television. And that, I am not kidding. Super cute doctors. Right? Okay, that's the, that's the, thank you, Tara. Thank you for that. And have a good day. Thanks, Tara. And I hope you never have to watch this show again. I am looking at a sneak peek of my feet are killing me. And that's funny that she said that because I'm looking at the doctors. The doctors are so good looking. Yes. Like the both the male and the female doctors are good looking people. But the feet. Now, the funny thing about this is I should have texted my friend because his husband is a podiatrist. Can you tell me? And I want to know, is this normal? Do you see these kinds of feet all the time? Can you tell me what was going on with that gentleman's feet? Because I think you were talking about the guy, the sneak peek of my feet are killing me, who's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and he has a goatee 
uh, I don't remember. I, trust me. I, don't I can't know. tell you a lot of what I saw I because I, I think I I've, I don't know. I, it's I, I, you guys. Oh, I don't know. I just, I'm never going to watch If you like show. gross things, but be my guest. Human bodies By are all weird. means. This is the most disgusting. So TLC is my D-bag uh, for assaulting our eyeballs with uh, my feet are killing me. Oh, <sighs> oh I'm going to give myself, I'm going to, I'm scrubbing my feet every day for the rest of my life. No. Keeping my toes clean, shaving the knuckles. This is what I've learned, you guys. You be very, give a lot of love and care to your feet. Do not mess around. Don't put wet feet into wet shoes no. and sit in that. That swamp foot, that is going to go bad places. Trench foot. It's real bad. Okay. Now, what I want to do when we come back, I, I have another D-bag to talk about. But what I do want to do, because I, I feel very strongly about giving a very short review of the 1,000 Pound Sisters. So I'd like to tell you about that when we come back. <laughs> On the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I swear, now we talked about how much I love Post Malone, and now twice in one hour, we, he's been singing to me. He's popular. I thought he's it was singing right to you. Right to me. That's how it works. Also, shout out to uh, one of our wonderful listeners, uh, Chris, who said, Are you in my head? Last night I had a dream about him. We were the same age. His age. We are not in real life. He was a very sweet boyfriend in my dream, and now I'm jealous. But she had a boyfriend. Uh, all right. Now, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is not on the show today because he did the morning show. Holly and I are hanging out with you until three. Hey. Abby's at the controls. Um, and when we just talked about our D bags in the last segment, I was telling you about a show that I was forced to watch in the run up to the show I actually wanted to watch, hey. which is a show called 1000 Pound Sisters. And the uh, show that Colleen that was, really that was my destination, <laughs> but I was assaulted by my feet are killing me. Google at your own risk. It's real nasty, y'all. Um, but I did get to watch a little bit of before I fell asleep of One Thousand Pound Sisters, which premiered for the first time this week uh, on January first. And this is, as you mentioned, Holly, it's the story about these sisters who did gain a little bit of notoriety from their youtube videos yep but their names are amy and tammy and they are sisters biological sisters one of whom has not left her house in six years Mm. and she's um i didn't get to the part where they actually ended up weighing themselves but she's the larger of the two sisters and then her sister uh her other sister is married um and the both the sisters live with the one sister who's married and her husband and they are wanting to go on a journey to get weight loss surgery uh-huh okay so you know that i love my 600 pound life i know this about you this is like a boutique version of my 600 pound life meaning it's not it's going to be a long where i'm going on the journey with the sisters oh, you are okay so where so does the journey in start? my 600 pound life you get the whole journey in one episode yes on 1000 pound sisters you're you're really taking every step of the journey and the journey really starts with them deciding that they've tried everything and they really want to go forward and 
go through a weight loss surgery and they go to tell their mom and you get a little of their backstory and it's pretty sad. I mean, I think that they did not have a very affectionate mother. They were teased as children. They have three other siblings. They're definitely the closest of them. Um, and they both have this extreme weight problem. So you get like the emotional side of it. Yeah. Now I'm in. They're also hilariously funny with each other. Like you see the bond and the fact that they're really all each other ever had. And they they are really funny. Yeah. And I mean that in the way that you think about how you and your best friend laugh about everything. And nobody else will ever think you're as funny as you think each other are. Yeah. But there's joy in that. And so, anyway, I'm going on the journey with them. They told their mother uh, on the episode last night that they're going to do this weight loss surgery. And their mother does not believe in them. Aww. And that was very sad. And so, well, I'm stinks. in. I'm in on the journey. Now, I do not as, doesn't stink as bad as my feet are killing me. Oof. Anyway, I'm going. Uh, I'm going on this journey. I have to go back and actually finish watching the first episode because I did not finish watching it. I did learn about a new food though on the show. Uh, they do this thing where they make ground beef macaroni noodles, and then they mix it up with sloppy Joe sauce. Why did you tell me about that? I don't know. That's it disgusting. Actually, That's like sketty level. I know, but it kind of sounds like, I don't know. Well, it's a That's like one of those things in a pinch I probably would try. Well, that's like hamburger helper. Like well, what that's they what they call said. it. They call it hamburger but helper. But they don't, they call it something, I can't, sloppy joe helper or something like that. Anyway. Okay. You get well, some tips. You get a little feeling. That's the thing. But now, um, because, oh shoot, we hardly have any time to really delve deep into this but we're going to do it anyway sometimes in a segment uh we have more d-bags than we can cram into one little tiny segment yeah uh and so we need to talk about that d-bag again we're going to even skip the open because it doesn't matter because we don't have time for d-bags um kylie jenner has a new venture for her makeup business. Oh, does she? Kylie Cosmetics. Kylie Cosmetics, which is apparently the thing that uh, skyrocketed her into the b- b- billionaire. Questionable. Yeah. I'd like to we're, see the receipts on that. We're not sure about that. No. But anyway, uh, and she also then sold a majority stake of her Kylie Cosmetics business to Cody uh, for $600 million recently, right? right? And then we're going to also want to look at the receipts at that transaction. Exactly. Thank you. Well, here is what her new... Her new business venture is foot makeup. No, no, but that after watching that show last night, I don't think it's the worst idea. Uh, she will be teaming up with her daughter for a makeup collection. Her okay. daughter, her, her 21 do- month old daughter, Stormy. Nope, trash, trash, Colleen, trash. No, this is what, like, play makeup. Is that what they're doing no. for like little kids' playrooms? Because that's a thing where kids like to dress up. If I mean, I don't know. I guess I imagine that it's a thing where you give your kid a little like cheapy makeup thing. And it is. They like to go and play with that. And- Actually, what I usually do is give them the samples that I get when yeah. I go to the yeah counter. <sighs> no, this is. Um, so she took to her Instagram on Thursday. She posted a picture of sweet little twenty-one-month-old Stormy looking at concept art for the upcoming collection. No. The images show pink packaging that reads Stormy, decorated with colorful butterflies, no. while Stormy leans over a table and examines the mock-ups for the brand's upcoming collection. How, wait, yeah. can you remind me about how old Stormy is? 21 months. Okay, the last time I hung out with a 21-month-old, they could barely talk, 
And they like to do things like stick their hand down their diaper because they don't know any better and then put the hand back in their mouth. So this is the thing. This is I'm I'm learning that this is the thing about the the Jenners, the Jenner Kardashian conglomerate that because that's what it upsets me. Yeah. It seems to me that they are in a rush to figure out how they, like their mother did to them, can make the most money off of their children. And in doing so, they don't, they're not, they are trying to, there's a word for this, but I don't know what it is. When a child is forced to act like an adult. Are they like, sure. Like there's, you know, there's the term infantilizing, uh, which is what I would say Britney Spears is doing where she's an adult that is sort of being forced to act well, like a like child or a baby. Well, it's like they're their child who is in a diaper. Yes. To try to be like, it's so cute, she's an adult, she's making her own thing, and it's like, that kid... It, that is a baby. I would aren't aren't kids under twenty four months considered babies? Yes, yes, a, they are. That is a baby. No, she's a baby, and she should be allowed to play with her and kinetic sand, or her play doh, or her dollies, or her trucks, or her. I don't know. She should be able to play with all of that and not be making decisions about the color collection for her new makeup brand. Anyway, rude. I know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the deal with wearing shorts in winter? Yeah, do you wear shorts in winter? I don't even wear shorts in the summer. 651-641-1071. Do you or someone you love wear shorts in the winter? We'd like to talk to you after this on My Talk 1071.